0: gentleman named David Burke to be their new head of ticket sales and that led to all of the predictable jokes about "oh, toughest job in town and everything else and you know what I don't know that it will be all that tough good morning to you good Thursday morning I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports this is Daily Shot of Pirates If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. The Pirates will be opening Grapefruit Play at Lee Com Park. I still have a hard time calling it that. It's just McKechnie Field. Lee Com Park in Bradenton. And they're going to be allowing 2,000 fans per game if you're familiar with that place you can spread people out pretty good in that setting not great i mean it holds it depends if if you're using the outfield the boardwalk areas and so forth and if you're counting that it holds like 7000 uh if you're not counting the boardwalk then you're talking about 6000 so it's Florida. They really don't care about coronavirus in Florida. I mean, I've been there. It's unbelievable. It's like it's not even happening. So you're not going to have much in the way of tight regulation regardless. And it's something that the Pirates and every team that participates in playing baseball in that state uh, are just going to basically have to manage for themselves out of their own concern for fan safety until we have more vaccines. Distributed. One out of every three seats being filled is a little rough right now, but whatever. By the time baseball gets to Pittsburgh, which is what matters, PNC Park, of course, will be sitting here with 38,000 seats, and it remains to be seen how many of those can be filled, meaning as allowed by the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and, of course, Allegheny County and anybody else that gets involved but it also remains to be seen how many will be filled. Think about that for a second. I'm not sure that this has become enough of a topic. You hear constantly, oh, everybody just can't wait until there's sports again and movies and and shows and Kennywood and Idlewild and everything. But are they really going to go back or are they really going to go rushing back like instantly? I don't know about that. I just don't know about that. Here's what I do know. It's going to depend on the numbers. If you see a really low threshold applied by the Commonwealth and they say, for example, you have a 38,000-seat stadium. You're allowed to have 5,000 in there, max. And I'm going with that number because that's what was given to the Steelers. And it wasn't based on Heinz Field holding 68,000. It was just that Heinz Field was above a certain figure. That was the same thing they did with the Eagles on the other side of the state. So I'm sure the same thing will apply to the Pirates and Phillies, at least the same principles. If it's 5,000 tickets... I can tell you right now, I can promise you, all 5000 will be sold, and they might be sold at a premium. That's just how this goes. Uh, The Steelers had a a system where they, because they have so many season ticket holders, season ticket holders basically account for most of Heinz Field, obviously, that they had to do a lottery thing so that they weren't playing favorites with anybody. The Pirates have full-season ticket holders. It's a low number. It's been a while since I've checked on it, but the last time that I was able to get a figure from anybody, it was like close to 1,000. I'm not kidding. Um, Even in their three playoff years, that figure never got really high. And when I say full-season ticket holder, I'm not talking about somebody who's got – 20-game plans or 40-game plans. I'm talking about the full 81. Uh, That is a rare bird in Pittsburgh these days. So I think they'll have an easy time distributing based on fairness. To me, if I'm the Pirates, I give out all the full-season tickets immediately. That's it. If you commit to my team and I'm selling tickets uh, for all 81 games, you're in simple as that now that still leaves another whatever allotment for three four thousand but let's say it gets bigger and it will at some point i mean we do have vaccines and they are effective it's just a matter of time let's say the number goes to 20,000 yeah right see what i mean it's kind of a fun little thing to to think about would you really get 20,000 people in Pittsburgh to go watch A, the Pirates, B, an event in public with that many people after you just spent the past year and change avoiding even your own family? Right? Here's the I remember something that Tom Rooney, who was the former... CEO of the Penguins, this was back in their civic arena days, told me about ticket tension, where if you have a a certain finite supply and people are aware that you have a certain finite supply, it puts an extra demand on the purchases, that's common sense. I think mean, that's that's just business sense. That's not necessarily anything that's unique to sports, and it's not anything that Tom thought of himself. Although maybe the phrase was his. One of the things that was supposed to make PNC Park so attractive, from the business standpoint, when it was built, was that it was the smallest ballpark in the majors, thirty-eight thousand, and that includes standing room. That if the Pirates ever got good and they put their season ticket base, not the full season ticket base, but adding up all of the equivalents, and they added those up and they made it to over 20000 or $25,000, you would have only 13,000 single-game tickets available for any given game. And that would create that tension. Well, here's a different form of tension. If you know that X number of people have been using the only 5,000 tickets available to a certain stage, and then they expand to 20,000. Yeah. I, I just don't think the Pirates are going to have a hard time selling tickets in 2021. Now, you can say what you want about nutting this, nutting that, team's going to stink, uh, AAA team, farm team for the Yankees, blah, 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 all that other stuff here. Fact of the matter is, after a year and a half of pandemic, there are a lot worse things you can do with your life and go spending a day in the world's greatest ballpark watching the great game of baseball. Believe me, I'm not trying to sell tickets here. I couldn't care less how they do. I'm just saying I think that's how people are going to respond. I think people are going to be like, well, really? We can, we can go watch baseball now too? Heck, I'm going to do that. I don't care if the team stinks. How many tickets are available? And then somebody says and you go, "Whoa, we better jump on that now." And then they start buying them in advance. I think the Pirates are actually going to have a good year for selling tickets. I know that sounds crazy. But you watch. We'll we'll come back to this one. Mark my words on this one. When we come back, just one question. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. Time for Just One Question. If you'd like to leave one of these, you can do so by visiting DK Pittsburgh Sports. Find the article that encases this podcast and leave it right there in the comments section. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Open for business, stop in and say hello, tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's just one question comes from DM Bursick, who asks, DK, with the loss of the 2020 minor league season and only 60 games played in the majors last year, How are teams going to manage the full season workload for starting pitchers as well as the relievers this year? I ask because I remember teams not liking to have the starting pitchers jump their workload much year to year. Wow. That's really good and really hard. And I'm never going to be one who pretends to have every answer for everything. But... You'd better believe that when I get to Bradenton on the 21st of this month, that's going to be somewhere on my list of things to ask people associated with the Pirates because in their case, they're dealing with a lot of younger pitchers, and you've got to be extra careful because they haven't had, A, the buildup to their arms that a more veteran pitcher would, and, B, they're not as— savvy and trained and even self-taught as far as taking care of their arms the way most older pitchers are. Most older pitchers don't need you to tell them anything about how to take care of their arms. They just do that themselves. And that's trusted by most managements. In the Pirates case, you don't have a whole lot of that, though. You know? And that doesn't mean they're not you know keeping an eye on on guys right now regardless but to answer your question that that's a tough one um how do you look at someone who here let's just throw out chad cool let's just do that chad cool came back from tommy john pitched very well i thought progressed from start to start but my goodness was every step of the way um What's a nice word for this? Babied, no. Uh, it, very cautious. There, how's that? How's that? Because that's what they were doing with him. If he went an additional third of an inning, one more out, it was seen as uh, you know a good thing. And i I'm, believe me, I'm not knocking him I'm, I'm happy for Chad. I'm glad he did great in coming back. Looking forward to seeing more from him uh, this spring and summer. But at the same time, it was really, really careful. Now, What you have to factor in on your end when you ask this question, though, and because you applied it across minors and majors and everything else here, and what you have to know is that every organization, including the Pirates, now tracks not just innings here or innings there. They track every baseball you throw. I'm talking warm-ups, getting up. In the bullpen, uh, hot and cold periods, uh, side sessions, everything. They know every pitch that everybody throws, and they even go further with that as to how many were thrown in anger, how many were thrown, meaning uh, in tight or tough situations, bases loaded where there's extra stress. Uh, they study and analyze and numeralize all of this stuff so they're armed with tons of data and i'll bet they've got great answers for you that i don't but that's going to be one of my favorite things about this feature is i'm going to be thrown a question that i don't have an answer to and i'm going to go and try to get it for you and you have my word that when i do i'll bring it back to this show thanks so much for asking that anyway even though you gave me work and thanks to everybody for listening we'll do this again tomorrow